This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm going to say nice things to you and not call you smelly or a bitch. And <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. How is everybody doing? I think you guys are having a lovely week. If you're taking us with you on your commute, well, thank you. <laughs> welcome, mother asses. <laughs> I'm David So. I'm Joe Jitsukawa. And today we have, again, a special, special guest, Chris Souza. What up? What it do? <laughs> Yo, so we got this really uh, fucking funny topic. So I, I checked my Instagram and we were talking about it earlier where our buddy Vince sent me this clip of this dude dressing up in this colorful poncho <laughs> in Boyle Heights of all fucking oh, places. Yeah. Damn. And he has a mustache and a sombrero. And oh. I guess he was doing like a Mexican skit, right? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and he's getting called out for it. And um, let's watch this video, guys. Can we can we do it like on yeah, on just, live? Just put it on. I want to see it. Okay. It's, so oh. just play it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the first part. Now I'm gonna try to like put it in the mic so everyone can hear. It's funny. It's funny. Do you need the camera? Yeah. Do you need the camera? Please, please. Dude, dude, don't fucking touch me, dude. Dude, don't touch me. <laughs> Get out of here. Dude, Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's a white girl. And it's like a Persian-looking guy. It is funny. But you literally did. It is funny. <laughs> I'm not fucking funny. I'm spreading a good message. I'm spreading a good message. <laughs> a sombrero, a fake mustache, and a poncho. Please leave. Please leave. Please leave. Please leave. Oh, she said that with such l- lack of confidence, oh, dude. Man. I'm not leaving. <laughs> no. All right, that was video one. Okay, here's video two. So basically, they're standing there, and he's like, "What? You're an animal!" Like the guy in the poncho is like, "You're an animal. You, you can't talk about it." And no. then, yeah, the Mexican guy's it. like, "Well, yeah, I'm the animal. I'm over here disrespecting a whole culture or whatever." Anyways, um, yeah, man, this is crazy. So um, I don't know. Like maybe you could. I don't know if we could put the video on or whatever. But Probably I'm just gonna, gonna explain. It. If you can't see for the people that are listening, apparently this guy is Egyptian. Okay. And he was like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm Egyptian. It's All like, right. <laughs> You're still not Mexican, yeah, dumb fuck. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then his, his girlfriend's white. And then so like um, 
you know, obviously Mexicans didn't like it that he was standing there in a poncho. They're like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And out of all places, man, Boyle Heights, you don't fuck around in a hood, man. <laughs> yeah. That's the barrio, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I think it's just weird nowadays because, like, with all the gentrification and all these people moving into L.A., like, they just do not fucking understand how right. shit will go bad here. Yeah, like, no, it, it is real you yeah know what i'm saying like dudes get shot dudes get beat up stabbed whatever like yeah. and um you know it's just you don't want to go there and, and disrespect a group of people that will throw down like it's yeah. not fucking santa monica like this ain't you know you don't fuck around right. in certain places and i feel like in that area too things are already kind of sensitive because their their area is getting gentrified right mm. so they're seeing like all the stuff they loved as a kid disappear and go away yeah and they see a bunch of flanneled and checkered shirts come in with their fucking you know expensive coffee and their yeah. mustaches yeah and they see their their childhood going away and then you have these guys or this Egyptian man. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he had a pass, man. Yeah, he thought he, had a he, pass. Thought, he thought it was cool. He goes, I'm Egyptian. I basically look Mexican. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. bro. It doesn't really work like that. Hey, just right. because your people made the Sphinx does not make it okay. <laughs> just because you look Mexican, too. It's like, hey, I'm one of you guys. No, you're not, dude. Like, yeah. If I went down there rolling with the poncho, I think, first of all, they'd laugh at me because I'd look ridiculous. Yeah. But also... Just the the whole YouTube shit, right? Like people doing it for clout, people doing it to make it. Yeah, you know, see, like they get it. They think, oh, well, you guys are doing a fucking skit here, right? Yeah. Right. This is like it, like basically y'all y'all mocking y'all y'all yeah. mocking us in our city right yeah. in front of us. You think we're just gonna sit here and watch y'all like be like, oh yeah, can I be a part of the sketch? Like it's just it's it's. I mean, weird. at least have some Mexicans with you. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, have your Mexican homies, you know what I mean, with you to be like, hey, nah, dog, he's cool, dog. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my Egyptian homie, dog. Right, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, hey, chale, fool, leave yeah. him alone and shit. Fuck it, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, or if you're going to do that shit, do that shit at your crib. Yeah. Your message, you're saying you got a good message for it, whatever. Yeah, whatever. What's the message? Yeah, yeah. What, I don't know what He's message. Spreading you positivity, possibly. dude. Yeah, but like, bro, just do it at your crib, man, to where you're not, you're in your own, you know, personal space. You can still wear your poncho. Like, just let people make those decisions on comments. So, you know, you're safe. It's still a piece of shit thing. See, my thing is like uh, uh, wearing, like, like that's like me wearing, um, uh, 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 what is it? kimono or, yeah, or something know, like that yeah, yeah like traditional you know, asian yeah stuff, traditional yeah. and then if, if i was making a, a skit you know <laughs> what I mean? and i was making a skit about it so am i like there, there's just a line of like what's gonna be funny and then what's gonna be racist you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah, why if, like why didn't i cast somebody who's asian well because this is my page and i'm the, I'm the comedian and i want to play this role to portray this yeah you know what i mean or or, or be and funny. I, I actually have no problems with that like if you if you made a skit right and like like we had this one skit where we're we're like slanging tea right mm-hmm. and then <laughs> we have one of our black buddies that comes in and he's like buying tea from us and we're like acting all hooded but we're wearing like traditional chinese clothes or like um you know i i have cholo characters that i i, I played a lot of different characters yeah. back in the day yeah. so like my ch- my cholo characters are Asians that grew up in like Mexico and stuff, and then so yeah. so they have that like like what's up, Vato? like that kind of yeah. East LA kind of style. Yeah, and you're right though. If you do it like in a setting that's like you're not doing it outdoors, mm-hmm. like fucking with people. I right. think I don't know what this is about, but it it looks like. They're outdoors fucking with the community. Yeah. Like pranks and shit. Yeah, like, bro. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's not a prank to go to a, a blood city, a blood street, and yeah. wearing, wearing all blue, blue. bandana. <laughs> it's all, you know, everything blue, a whole blue unit, 
and thinking like, all right, bro, so we're on a blood street right now, Pyrus, <laughs> yeah. and we got on blue. Let's check it out. You know what I'm saying? And they're just like crip walking down the whole, like, yeah. if I can make it from this stop sign to this stop sign, it owe me a hundred bucks, bro. You know what? You just gave me a great video idea. Thank you. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. I, I'm doing that tomorrow, dude. Yeah. What's up, cut? Like, I'm, I'm, they don't think you I'm just got to make it from one stop sign to the other. Yeah. Damn, bro. Dude, that would be hilarious. And then they get shot up and shit. Yeah. Dude, oh every, my God. every time I saw, see like these pranks, like I said, I always pray, just please, one of them die. I just want one of them to die. I just want it to happen once. I just want somebody to get shot. Just be like, man, I fucking told you so. Yeah. Because then yeah. some people would be scared of it, but nobody has really faced those consequences. You have to give like a uh, uh, like a neutral uh, reaction to like, fuck. I know. Yeah. I love, how this fool, I love how this fool thought he was he was like a martyr. Like he's doing something yeah. great for the society. Like he's yeah. like some fucking like hero. Like this is for positivity, man. And, he and he's had, like blaming the 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 guys. Like so, you can't blame the guy for being offended that you're fucking with his culture yeah, like you're yeah. like why you gotta be an animal and try to fight me for it and it's yeah. like man what the fuck are you saying right right that's like if i went to the south and i walked around called all these black people n-word and then they get mad at me and it's like what whoa, whoa. whoa and i'm like whoa, wait hey, man on. you're being an animal <laughs> right now and i'm oh, like shit would have went down yeah nah, bro. dude like i deserve to get my ass beat at that point yeah. like there's always a line right some people believe like you should never be violent no matter what i don't fucking believe that shit mm-hmm. if you provoke someone enough and then you're just being a complete dipshit yeah maybe you should get your ass beat and that's it, what it i takes believe a, in. yeah some people do need a couple ass whoopings yeah you know what i'm saying just to just to straighten up to to be like oh maybe that was fucked up his, you know, uh, his girlfriend it's like, was If you go up to a fucking lion, right, and you poke that motherfucker with a stick all day, you deserve to get bit. Yeah, for sure. Right? Facts. I like this girlfriend because she was she was not down. She was like, she went, I'm not leaving without him. <laughs> it's like, could so your I'm voice have leaving. shook any more than that, you dumb bitch? Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk about their channel. So you, you said it was what? Dan and... Uh, it's like stupid and bitch or something like It that. was like, okay, chemo, <laughs> chemo and Danny... Uh, David did a good job finding their fucking Instagram page. I mean, their YouTube page. Yeah. And then they just do like pranks, pranks. or whatever. Oh, it's like cloud chasing shit. Like yeah. we tried being homeless in Dubai, Indonesian villagers, try rapping Drake songs, whatever. Yeah. Here's, here's the hard <clears throat> part. Um, I think Tim actually explained this really well. He was he was talking about the whole situation where a bunch of YouTubers, they do a lot of crazy shit, right? Yeah. And, and they gain a lot of attention for it. After a while, they just stop being human because they don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah. Because yeah. fucks with them. Because they're trying to create any type of story, any type of fervor on a daily basis. Right. So they don't know what those boundaries are anymore. Even right. sometimes too, like when we're out, like, so Tim does this one thing now where he just goes, before he vlogs, he goes, hey, vlog warning. And he says that just to let people know if they don't want to participate in this, they don't have to. Mm. But prior to that, he probably didn't do it. And but now he knows like oh not everybody wants to be in this type of world right and so it's a very odd thing where well, sometimes when you have to create content every day these kids they just don't understand what's yeah. acceptable that's and like going not. live yeah. like you gotta let people know like hey, I'm going live yeah because there's so you you we can just be talking we can be talking shit about somebody or you yep. can be talking shit about uh, of, of something that you wouldn't want people that you're, you're comfortable around your mm-hmm. your friends and you got one person on live. And now they hear Joe in the background yep. talking this shit, and you're like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, yep, you know that's scream. happened to us within yeah. our circle of friends, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, like yeah. that live thing is is serious, bro. You know that shit happened. To- you just gotta call it out too, like, "Hey, I'm vlogging," so then people know, "Oh shit, watch right. out." Right, right. That's happened with like fucking when Kodak was talking his shit about fucking Nipsey's yeah. wife. Oh, bro, <laughs> that boy. 
Oh, that shit was so fucking oh, crazy. Oh man, yeah, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. Uh, uh, like that conversation, I can see the the conversation happening behind closed exactly, doors. Exactly behind closed doors with your homies. You're yeah. talking dumb shit because yeah. obviously it's dumb shit. Yeah, let, let's yeah. just get that out the way. That you're saying some ignorant shit. Yeah. But the fact that you got the camera on and it's his live, I would assume. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, bro, no, bro. No, the funny thing was when he was when he he wanted to squash the whole thing, and I think he went on his Instagram live and he was like, "Yo, well, this is what it is." He's like, "You know, I was giving her a compliment." <laughs> man, like, yo, he man, tried cleaning stupid, it up. Dude. Yeah, yeah. He's just dumb. So, so check yeah. this out. This is what his girlfriend said, right? So she sent a DM to this dude, and then she's like, um, "So." She says, by the way, my family and I are immigrants and we only came to the States from Eastern Europe like 10 years ago and are not rich and privileged as all racist people think. So crazy. Only the USA has such big degree of racism. The rest of the world doesn't like this. All I want is to end that in this country as well. Maybe the approach sucked. <sighs> then we will learn from this. But at least Kimo and I are willing to put ourselves out there and try. Most people just talk and complain about it, but never act on it. One day when you feel, when you travel and see the world and experience different people and cultures, you will realize cultural appropriation is only a problem in the USA. And if we keep approaching it and racism with hate, blah, blah, blah. You know what's crazy is this bitch has no fucking idea what the American experience is all about. Obviously, cultural appropriation is a sensitive topic in the U.S. because we had racism and we had one group that was very powerful. And um, they would, you know, like, for example, like, you know, incarcerate people for no fucking reason if they wanted to or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she just doesn't understand race relationships in the in the U.S. Of course, it's going to be sensitive. This country is literally made off of appropriation. Yeah. Wait, what Wait, what was the word we, we used? Justification, Co- well, cultural uh, appropriation. appropriation. Yeah, appropriate. That's like like a culture vulture. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like, why, why? Um, and she's right too, because like in Japan, um, they love it when foreigners come and wear kimonos and and dress up in the costumes and mm-hmm. play all that shit because it's tourism and they don't have the past hurt. Right. But, but out here in the U S if, if people are pretending to be Asian and they fuck around and do their eyes shit and then they wear like ching chong clothes or whatever the fuck. And yeah. then they act around that, that does, it, it feels different. Mm-hmm. But if they're out in Asia doing it, it's not that weird. And so mm. she's kind of, she's, I mean, her response is fucking stupid, too, because she goes, well, that's not how it is at the rest of the world. So if you're so well-traveled, right, then you should understand that every time you go to a country, everybody has a different set of rules. And if you're respectful in that country of their set of rules, why can't you do the same over here then? So mm. what, what is the change that you're trying to invoke here, right? So, yeah. for example, if she, if she traveled to – if she went into my house, right, and then she didn't want to take off her shoes because she goes, in my house, I didn't. I don't give a fuck. Take right. off your fucking shoes off in my house. I'll slice your feet off. Yeah. How about that, bitch? Yeah, yeah. You know, but so it doesn't – her logic doesn't make sense. So it's kind of, it's kind of what do you call it, egotistical too. Yeah. So she's like, once you fucking travel, you'll yeah. understand, yeah. motherfucker. You're talking to like sometimes people from can't the afford hood. It. Yeah, can't, yeah. Like what yeah. the fuck? And then you're saying we're not as privileged. It's like obviously you don't understand that some people just can't afford to travel or see the world right. and understand outside of their city. Like that makes. You, that is what privilege is. Yeah. Like you don't, you're blind to seeing that some people just can't do that. Right. And yeah. if you're trying to like 
spread a positive message, okay? And you're this is uh let's say you're trying to do a message for um, you know, Korea. You're not going to for your for your video, you're not going to dress in a Korean outfit <laughs> and then say your message. Yeah. You can actually still be yourself or be any other character. That's true. And spread your positive message. You don't That's have so to be funny. in a poncho, a fake ass, like curly ass mustache <laughs> that curls at the ends, and a poncho, like or a sombrero. That's you know true. What I'm to spread your message for what? What was that yeah, for? What was, yeah. what was that? That purpose? is true. That's a good question. What the fuck was the message? Is what I don't I'm trying know. to figure out. What is this positivity? Yeah. I don't really even watch this bullshit. But yeah. it's, it happens so many with so so many fucking YouTubers do this bullshit, dude. Yeah. It's about time people get checked for their bullshit. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And well, then how the entitlement, like how people think that yep. it's like, man, I'm doing this fucking message for good. See, people that's what, that's what the internet, the, the internet, social media and everything, it, it allows people to be their own celebrity. Yeah. Mm. So now, my now. My fans need me? Yeah, my fans need me. I'm doing this for the world. I'm trying to spread this and I'm trying to change this. And the, you actually need to learn your position. Yeah. And play that role. And then, you know, once you continue being that role, you progress and then you'll end up being the person that you want to be. But right now, you need to stay in your place yeah. and and be in that. You know what I mean? Stay in your pocket because you're, you're stepping over boundaries. You're going in the cities. You can get hurt. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're going to. So I'm saying I pray to God somebody gets hurt. I'm praying, dude. I bet you God's confused sometimes. He's just like, why do you keep praying about this, dude? I'm like, God, you got to understand, man. Like, just just kill one of them. You know what I mean? We got to make sacrificial That's David's prayer. That'd be fun. That's also Chris's prayer, Lord. <laughs> YouTubers, YouTubers die from trying to prank. Come on, man. Yeah, it's 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 bad. You know what I mean? Like it's it's and my thing is this. Like, and this is coming from a comedian standpoint. I don't know if I'm speaking for all comedians. Well, I, I would say, but um, at what point? Because I'm trying to play devil's advocate, which which she's trying to do a positive message, but I'm talking about comedy. <laughs> at what point? is something just funny yeah. instead of instead of everybody being offended which everybody has a right to be offended yeah but what but now you ask okay lgbt crew okay we know that uh uh it's it's you know this is offensive this is offensive this is offensive. okay what is funny to you what is your line that this so that i can play with it yeah you know what i'm like, saying can i pretend to be gay Right, exactly. Like, give me, get, let me know. And if y'all can't give me a joke that, like, or y'all can't tell me something that I can't, then I should be able to be free mm. because you don't even have, you, you don't even know what's what's offensive or not. If you can't tell me what's going to be funny, yeah, and you know not what I'm everyone agrees too. Like, yeah. I think um, I, I actually don't mind the whole cultural humor shit. Like, I yeah. think it's hilarious. It's, like, yeah. you could be, you could be black and you wear a poncho, and right. you could be white and pretend that you're Asian or whatever. Yeah. I mean, because I, I feel like when it's for the sake of comedy, yeah. it might be bad taste, but like it, it might be outdated because what, you know, a 50 year old uh, white dude might like look at something very different than right. a 12 year old white kid. Right? right. Like they might find other shit funny. Right. And I know that there's a lot of outdated racist jokes out there right. that old folks still think is really funny. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's their shit. Right. It's 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 all it's all fun and games in their world. Right. But when does that become hurtful and dangerous to right. society? Exactly. And then I, I think at the end of the day, like when it comes to comedy, I'm okay with a lot of this shit. Like yeah. it's 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 all good fun. 
it's but in, it's when intent. you when you right. take it out of the studio when you take it out of the comedy club and you take it into the real world and you're fucking with regular citizens right. pranking them doing all that shit yeah that's what i'm not cool with right man. it's because yeah. they're not a part of the joke it's Boom. not yeah that's yeah. exactly what it yeah. is bro yeah. they're they're they they don't they're not mic'd up which some prank videos are fake enough to where they they are mic'd but like People, they're not a part of it. They're not, this is not their culture. This is not their yeah. world. They're not in the internet. They're just walking down the street. Exactly. And you're doing some dumb shit. And you want us to act like, you know, like you want it to be funny. You want, So I, I agree with you're saying, yeah. like, outside of the comedy world, outside of the comedy club, or outside of... Or the movies, or the TV, or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and then if you do sense. these cultural jokes... Um, I mean, know you, your history. You, you can know yeah, your, you can you know, upset yeah. a lot of people. You can right. fuck up and like. But we were talking about this earlier. Like, if you can nail the accent and if right. you do the com, if you do the cultural jokes really well and you do inside jokes, like you'll actually be appreciated yeah. for that. Because yeah. you're like, yo, thanks for putting us on, man. That was hilarious. Yep. Is that 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 race card is so hard too? I feel like you know the younger that we are or the the group age really matters because now it's just everybody's trying to be pissed because it's cool to be pissed. Yes, yeah, bro. I mean, it's cool to Hell be angry yeah. about everything. It's like, exactly. well, well, when the fuck can we laugh about shit then, right? Right. Because at this point now, it's just it's a trendy thing to be mad. It's like, yo, you can't. It's it's more you can't say this now all the all the time. Yeah. And some people are telling me what I can and can't say about my own culture. It's like, yeah. yo, it's my shit. Yeah. I but, grew up with. But this. are they right. are they your culture? Probably not. <laughs> exactly. I love that shit. That's my favorite shit, dude. Damn, yeah. bro. I like, like it when other offensive. people fight for me. Like, like, I'm and, good then with they, it. and then I'm like, nah, I don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> just <yeah>. shut up. <laughs> yeah, bro. Is it? You're right, bro. People just like to be offended. Yeah, they want to be like, yo, the the th- this shit ain't right. This shit, like, <laughs> they just want to have the power of that opinion of like, I'm offended right now. Yeah. This offended me. You know what I mean? It's it's something about I, I don't know what it is, but a lot of people just don't back up what they're doing either. Like they yeah. just they just want that retweet, they want that like, they want to yep. be a part of that group so fucking. Bro, I've bad. had somebody roast me in, in a comment, and you know, uh, and I've gotten all I've learned through all deaf because they actually have a show called Roast Me, and so the the following of all deaf, all the followers and fans, also they roast just naturally because that's kind of the thing. Like, yeah. so they'll roast Doughboy, they'll roast me and they'll, they'll get me heavy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I got used to it. <laughs> so when people actually started trolling me on my content on, on my page and it's not all deaf, they're actually like straight up roasting me. Like, yeah. you know, hating, um, they, they actually like, I'll respond. Uh, um, rarely I'll just do one little respond, whatever, just a slight one. And they'll be like, Oh, bro! I didn't know I was get, you were gonna respond. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you. That shit always happens. Yeah, They're just trying like to that. get a reaction. They just want a reaction, yeah. bro. They're like, oh, bro, your shit's hella funny, bro. Like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, come on, fam. Sometimes like, I think. Um, they they are just trying to be. They really think they're funny. Yeah, they just not Mad funny. funny at all. Yeah, they're just being stupid. Yeah, I always tell people like just telling someone fuck you is not funny. Like <laughs> yeah. that that's not funny. Right. That's <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. The people even adults are like yo. So I had this situation recently where you know I just heard through a, a couple of people. I tweeted this shit recently. So this dude. I heard from a couple of friends who texted me. They're like, yo, did you and this guy, I'm not going to say his name, like have some problems or some shit? I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, he said, well, he's been telling me that when he saw you, like you were acting like an asshole and he said some shit to your face and he said that you didn't say anything and he was just like fucking sizing you up and whatever. I'm like, 
that didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I got like two or three texts from different people. And I'm like, so this guy was spreading shit saying that he talked big. He's like, he's like, he's talking about war stories. Yeah. To his and I'm like, wait, wow. I was like, I did see him recently. Yeah. And I remember like, I was just kind of like joking with him and he's kind of a, he, he's like um, an acquaintance. Right. Yeah. But you know, like, Sometimes we just fucking rag on each other, right? And yeah. so I said some shit to him, and then we were all laughing it off. But he walked away. I guess he mumbled some shit. Yeah. And he walked away. And I guess whatever he mumbled, he turned that into me saying some shit to him. And then I just shut up, and I didn't say anything back to him. Yeah. I'm like, wait, why are you going around telling people this story? Individ- I thought it was like within He a- took his mumble, and to himself, he was like, yeah, I told him. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> he said under his breath, yeah, and I, I started like to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started getting really irritated only because the story wasn't true. Right. And and so I assumed that they were all kicking it without me or whatever, because this is like back in Sacramento. Yeah. They're all kicking it without me or some shit. And uh, he just told us why he was drunk or something. Right. Mm. But no, he was like telling people individually the same story over and over and over. I'm like, what, what's the point of this? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. So I literally texted him. I was like, so you were talking shit, shit to me. I didn't say anything. Like question mark? Yeah. Right? And he was like, Oh no, no, that's not what I said, man. Like, well, I was like what a co- little bitch. And I was like, yeah, bro. Okay, cool. Well, because I'm going back to Sacramento in like a month. It's like, well, I'll see you when I come back and we'll have a conversation about then, right? Yeah. Not as a threatening him, but I just want to know why you yeah, did yeah. this. Yeah, he was to- probably sweating bricks. He was like marking off every day from the calendar <laughs> the day that David comes back. You know, yeah. he's all like sweating and shit. Because I want right. to know what his problem is with me. Because yeah. like I saw you once, we were pretty cordial. Like, number one, if if you thought that I was going too in on you, you could have just been like hey man chill i'm like oh shit my bad because that's how we grew up we just always rag on each other Mm -hmm. if you were being sensitive about that shit then you should have let me know because you were he was like clowning on me too so it was it was whatever i just might have one-upped him a little harder you know but whatever he did he mumbled some shit and he kind of just was peacocking to people and i'm like why do this like even adults do this shit this motherfucker's 35 years old yeah you hurt his feelings david that's what happened (laughs) yeah bro It's so weird when I see a 35 year old do that shit. I'm like, dog, you're a fucking grown ass man. Yeah, like, man. what are you doing? That's- I would run away from that kind of friend. That's yeah. why I don't have that many friends. <laughs> I know. He's like an acquaintance friend, you know what I mean? Like one of those type of things. But yeah. it was, he's like, I've known him long enough where if I if he if he's in town, I'll say what's up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that was so fucking odd. There's, there's some people that like they they don't really it just how they were raised or what they've done, like just growing up, whatever, but it's like they don't understand the social cues of like, this is probably going to come back around to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some people like to tell stories and they'll embellish it. They'll, they'll like add extra shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then he pulled out a knife and I was like, oh, really, bro? Yeah. You know, pull a knife out to a gunfight? So I pulled out my gun. You know? <laughs> and then just start talking all the shit to where <laughs> they're like, yo, it like, was a fucking grocery bag. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. bro. The word Lying they, sack of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like. My thing is, like, especially, like, being in the comedy world, it's such a small-ass world, like, in the comedy, like, doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, I'm more than likely going to see this comedian again. For sure. So, there's no point in saying his set was trash. There's no point in saying uh, he's not funny or, the, like, talking shit about comedian, it's going to come back. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing is, like, oh, and I do this for for anybody. Like, the safest thing to do is to speak to somebody, if they're not in the room, as if they were in the room. Yeah. That's well, that's the best way you could do it. Here's even, my if thing, you, even if you are gonna talk shit, you can. I still, talk shit all day. You can't talk if it shit. It comes back to me. Fuck you! I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I don't care. Yo, my, my thing was this: I used to always say this. So fuck you! I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Even, even in high school, I used to say this shit. I always say this: if I'm gonna talk shit to your face, yeah, I'm saying the same shit behind your back. So just mm. know that I'm. 
I keep the same energy here and also there. Right. That's so if true. I said that shit behind your face and you came up to me and you're like, I heard you talking shit. I was like, yup. Yeah. I was talking mad shit about right, you. you right. Because yeah. I hate you. But yeah. I don't think, I don't think anyone does that. Like if, if they heard that I talk shit, they go, oh, really? And they, they get their feelings hurt. I think that's what really happens. You was fucked oh, up because like we were. I, no one talk, No one steps up to me. No one goes like, hey, I heard you were talking shit. I was like, I don't. You got hands, Joe. They don't know that. I don't got hands. <laughs> Look I at got your teeth. posture, bro. This teeth. is a posture for somebody who has hands. This is, this is no socks right and jeans. Here. Both of y'all. y'all, y'all it's like, I'm two seconds away from levitating. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so like, what was I about to say? But fucking, um, okay, I fucking forgot, dude. I forgot. My mind just went blank real quick. I just picked my nose and I forgot. You got punched too much today. <laughs> I, know, I got hit in the head too fucking no, much. Those, yeah, it's definitely funny, man. Like, a lot of people, I guess, um, are kind of two-faced like in in the real world yeah i just don't understand because i'm not surrounded by that but i do remember like before i had my solid group of friends that i do right now yeah it was constantly like weird shit going on yeah but um like thankfully i was in the world where like if you had shit you just kind of fight and, and then, then you so, squash it after. Yeah, it's not like Two Face. And then I started hanging out with some rich kids, and that world is totally—it's yeah. so fake, man. Yeah. I mean, not all rich people are this way, but I, it's just my my experience of like how kids do it. Uh, well, not kids. We're like in high school and early college and stuff. But the way that they do it is is more mental and emotional, and yeah. like like they they pull strings it's like a drama yeah and i'm like man this is crazy like i don't want to be around this and like, they all just kind of get it too like they, it's yeah. all just the undertone of like we're talking shit but we know that this is this is the shit between us and if we want to mix it with this and it's just that it's a it's a fucking game that they yeah. play and it's just like i'm also somebody who's weird too in the sense of like if somebody talks shit about something that i do mm-hmm. right i'm okay with it as long as they know who they are right so what i mean by that is mm-hmm. if let's say i do a film right yeah and then Somebody who makes terrible films go, hey, man, I don't think your acting was great in this. I'm like, you don't say shit to oh, me. Oh, that's offensive. Mm, you fucking garbage yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. But if they made mad films, it's like, you. Thank say you. whatever you yeah. want. I'll take those notes and I'll become better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so I, I did this thing recently where, you know, there was a show where I, you know, take shots and we're drinking and they, they kind of chopped it up a little bit in a way I didn't like because it made me sh- sound like I was talking shit about Brendan Schaub. Okay. But I'm not. So they asked me like, who's a, who's a comedian that you just don't think their standup is that funny? Yeah. I was being honest. I was like, well, like I, they kind of took out the part where I said, I like Brendan Schaub a lot and I'm rooting mm. for him, but I saw his last special and I didn't like it. Right. Right. And I just felt that it was too early for him to have an hour special because he only started doing standup like two, three years ago. Gotcha. So you know, I just felt like it wasn't that great, yeah. but Joe Rogan backs him up a lot. So I feel like it just seems like he's catering. Nothing was special for me. It didn't make me crack up. So yeah. I didn't like it much. Yeah. But it sounded like I was saying he was hot trash. Like cut all of that. Yeah. And you just said, <laughs> I, I didn't like, crack but, up. Yeah. I was like, no, no, that's not what I was saying, man. Like yeah. what I was saying was that he has the ability to be really good because I'm sure he works his shit. You better clear it up because he could fuck you up. Man. I know, right. dude. Right. I saw him too. He's fucking tall. When I went to go see Theo, I was like, damn. You're a tall motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, so that wasn't even the case. I was like, oh, man, I feel like that was going to come and bite me in the ass later. But, you know, I'll just tell him, like, if he asked me, well, you don't have my special, which he yeah. won't for sure because I'm a nobody compared to him. I would just be like, well, I didn't like it, but I'm allowed not to like it because I wasn't watching as a comic. I'm watching as somebody who likes to watch stand-up. Right. 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 I'm, I'm saying as an yeah. audience member, yeah. I just didn't think it was that funny. Right. And albeit he might come up to me, he goes, you know what? Nothing you do is funny. I'm like, you're entitled but to that I don't opinion. Think, yeah. I don't think that's really talking shit because you're not talking about talking his shit is what he should have done. That's what. That's where it would have been talking shit. Yeah, like you're like it's not funny. But if you would have done this or you would have done this, yeah, because like, I'm not in that you know, position to yeah, say that. Yeah, I just like, thought you it, just said you didn't like it. 
yeah. whatever. I just thought not it was not too, my style. It was too early for him to have a uh, an hour special. It just didn't feel as developed. I thought he could have. It just felt like. They were. They, I, I was waiting for the punchline, right? Yeah. And I thought, to me, what I said was that I think Joe Rogan is like a big catalyst for him. Yeah. And he works really hard. Yeah. But maybe he just needed to work it a little better. But that's tricky, though, because if you have a wave and your wave is fucking like you gotta catch that going, shit. Yeah, yeah, you have to stay on it. Because if you... Cause for him, I guess he might have been on a wave and you know Yeah, for sure. And building, build a bit towards like he got this special deal. You that's know what true. Mean? The where it's like, fuck, I could I could play the smart game and be patient and be like, oh, let me we'll hold, catch this wave. Let yep. me yeah, let yeah. me let me uh do more comedy clubs, da da da. But if you wanted to get it, that that money and that check, that's I true. gotta make, I gotta stay know, on it. And I think mentally too, I'm a little fucked up. But then that's where you need a team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm a little fucked up too because he's he's also I'm also comparing him to Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn. Um, and those are the people that he rolls with. Right. And they're funny. And they're as fucking yeah, funny. So yeah. maybe I expect You're going off of their credits being saying like, well, Joe Rogan and V and Theo, yeah. they're they're backing you. So it's like you, you must be up at their yeah, level. Yeah, you, you put the expectation on them. Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's what it is too. Yeah. Because obviously, I mean, he's selling out shows, so people find him fucking funny. Right. So right. You know, who am I to say shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's another thing too, because there's so many specials on Netflix. Ugh. You watch them, you'll be like, "What? how the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Did they I don't get even this? watch stand-up but, anymore, But man. the thing is, is that they have their own following. Yeah. yeah. They have that theater is sold out for a reason. Somebody you know what I'm saying? Funny. They all found them funny. And that's what I learned from Kevin on stage. Is that um this, this is like I'm trying to like copy his blueprint, which he, he know he he tells all the homies he's like bro just post content it does not matter if you think it's trash you think it's funny somebody finds it funny somebody will find it funny he said that there's somebody out in the world that likes black licorice true and so and, and they're I don't Swedish. even know how they're that, Swedish that's I'll let you know right now that, they're Swedish Swedish and people like black with that licorice? being said post it bro post yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because we're our, we're our worst critics. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, For this sure. is gonna be trash. This is gonna be. You know what I mean? So I just, just don't like, even make content, man. I post it all, but I don't even make it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? You skip too, that too. Just like fuck uh, it. Stand up such a tricky thing too, because yeah. it's like I, I think the the hardest thing is most people who when they try to do stand up because I've been doing stand up since I was 16, mm. right? So just as young as I could, I, I tried it out. And then, yeah. Recently, I took a fat break to do film, but there's this thing of we kind of hold things a little too precious, right? So we're just like, oh, that might be funny, not, but you, but you have to go up on stage and work it to make it funny, yeah, because yeah. that's the hard part, right. right? You have to be willing to bomb this joke to figure out what's wrong with it yes. to rework it, yeah. And a bro. lot of people have that weird fear that like, oh, what if I bomb? Well, good, then take that joke and say yeah. wasn't funny, move right. it out, <laughs> right? You know, because what if you thought your set was fucking perfect, you didn't try it out, yeah. and you went up there and you. Oh hell yeah, bro! I've had a, my worst bomb was in Houston, where that's my hometown, where, yeah. where I'm from. So my worst bomb, I was actually um, on. Uh, uh, I got to go on on a weekend with Afion Crockett. Oh and shit, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So Afion, he saw me in North Hollywood at the Ha Ha Comedy Club, um, and he saw me do my thing. I had a great show, and this was like my first year in comedy. And so, oh shit, that was fucking brand new. Yeah, brand new, but I just had a solid set. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To where Afion was like, bro, you're funny. You know what I mean? And then also with being in theater and stuff, I had a, a confidence being on stage and in front of people. So even if something wasn't as funny, I could still play with it and play along to where people liked, you know, they were entertained. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. So anyway, Afion, uh, I, like, I, I saw that he was going to Houston. So I hit him up on Twitter, like, hey, man, I'm from Houston. You know, uh, I can bring people out, you know, whatever. And so he he got me. He got me the weekend and stuff. So 
he uh he gave me an opening spot and i think it was uh i think it was the friday night uh i do five minutes and it was okay right it was all right yeah and so uh the second show cause it was two shows friday the second show, he uh, he was just like, you know, hey man, are you good, man? I know you're funny, you know, it's all it, it happens. Da, da, da. He gave he gave me his bomb story and mm-hmm. you know make me feel better. And then so the second show on Friday, I do I do it again and again. It's still I. It's it's not what he saw at uh, in, yeah. in North Hollywood. Was it the same set? Or same you set. Some, no, oh. same set. It just it just still wasn't. It didn't going. work with the same. Crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the audience, uh, it was more of a um, an older audience and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's the hard I'm part, only, bro. Yeah, and I'm only 19, so it's just like, how can this guy? How can we? connect what, yeah. what's, what's, what's your life connection? experience that you're talking to me about right right and i'm saying nothing that has anything i'm talking about like turning up and the definition of turn up and and it's yeah. an older crowd like they don't you know what i mean so he was uh, he was just like hey i'll tell you what come back um uh i might have gotten this uh this actually happened on on the thursday night show because he told me to skip friday he said come back on a saturday with the bigger show so I think I think that's what happened. He was, and I was just like, no, 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 I, I got it. Like let me, because he gave me the whole weekend. I was like, no, just let me let me come back Friday. Let me do a Friday type of thing. He was like, all right, but I, I'm telling you, bro, I think it'd be better if you do Saturday. Yeah, it's gonna be a bigger crowd. And you'll have a lot more, uh, you know, freedom to have fun and stuff. Like that I was like, no, nah, I got you. Friday, I'm coming. I'm coming stronger. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I go, I go, and when I, on the way back, on the way, I'm driving to the comic club. I'm thinking of a joke that I'm like, oh, this is what I'm gonna open with. And it's a whole new joke that I've never no. even tried, bro. Chris, no. <laughs> never even tried it, but I just had this confidence of like, man, fuck that set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck that set yesterday. I'm Doing gonna, something fresh. I'm going to give them something fresh. I'm going to have fun with it. This is my city. I'm going to represent. Like, all this shit. First joke, go on stage, bro. First joke, I'm talking about taint. Crickets. Just, crickets bro you can hear the cooks in the back you know the silverware being washed it was like a chinese guy in the back hey shut the oh hell up oh my gosh it was you're trash. not funny guy it was bad to where like afion and the and the feature were watching from the side <laughs> right by the by the green room and you can hear them go <laughs> and i'm like oh and yeah. i gotta i gotta stay on there for four long minutes four more long minutes and so I get off stage, man, and, you know, it, he didn't give me the whole pep talk. of like, it's all good. Like, he just kind of stayed, like, chilling and, you know, t- checking See, the I, menus. I, I told you. Yeah, I'm in my own little, like, hey, Well, you know, I'm going to kill myself. And, bro, uh, I got bumped because, uh, yeah, so it was a Friday because I got bumped off the the rest of the weekend. Like, they, oh, they put another comedian on. Like, I remember, I remember, um, I remember after Friday night, we're all leaving and stuff, and I was just like, I told Avian, I was like, hey, but that Saturday, though, that Saturday, like you said, that Saturday yeah. is going to be bigger than, he'll just like, hey, man, you know, you did your thing, bro, you know, I'm proud uh, of you, and I, and I know that you're, I know that you're funny, bro, but, like, you need this more is what, this, yeah, what you need to do is go back to LA and, and really work on your shit, you know, this yeah. is that, and he'll just like, it's just, as a business move, man, it's kind of hard for comedians to pick back up that yeah. energy when you know and he's like i can't risk that yeah. you know what i mean so at least he was honest with you yeah yeah he yeah he, he did his thing he, he was honest with me and then um so that following year he went back to houston and brought me back and yeah. oh, I, shit. I was there he all gave another chance he gave me another chance and i was there all all shows and you did a good opening yeah because that's yeah. the hard part too i think like uh what i found out especially doing like these college shows is that um you got to look at the crowd like your set, yeah. has, your set has oh, to make these sure. micro adjustments depending on who the crowd is. The smallest ones, yeah. Yeah, it's like okay, well, if I went out and then I'm used to doing like these like jokes about drinking and partying or whatever, mm-hmm. and I look at the crowd, they're 56 years old. It's like, well, how can I make this 
funny to them. Yeah, and it Gotta could be talk the, about it, relationships. It could be the, yeah, relationships, or it could be the smallest things of like, um, you know. I, what, what was partying like back then or yeah. like, you know what I mean talk to a crowd that, like a couple who's hella old and yeah. you know asking them well how did y'all meet in the club or how are y'all getting down because this yeah. is how we get down exactly. and then boom you go you go you're set you gotta make it rela- relatable and set it up right, right right so like even I know like when I go to these college shows like I can't talk about too crazy shit because I feel like when sometimes like a younger crowd's a little sensitive so mm-hmm. they, they just haven't been scarred by the world enough yet so mm-hmm. when you say crazy shit they're like I can't believe you said that it hurts their feelings yeah, yeah. so I gotta tune it down yeah. And then, you know, leave that shit for the comedy well, when club. When we first started doing college shows like out in 08, 09, different man, people were crazier. Yeah, Got different times. I love, yeah. yeah, we would be, we would say all kinds of crazy shit. Damn. It'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 10 years if you I've think never about done it. colleges, bro. I've always wanted to. I, I think you, there's also like a, there's also NACA. Yeah. And like, but I've, I've never, you know, been a part of that. I would love it's, to. You know, it's, I feel it's like a that's a whole crowd. different it's, world. It's fun though, man. It's it's, it's real fun. And dude. it's different when they know you already because mm-hmm. you don't have to like have a set where people get to know you or you got to build that rapport. Right. You just go straight into it. Yeah. I heard that that's kind of how a lot of comic comics work now because they have the podcasts mm-hmm. so their audience is already coming yeah so then at that point they have inside jokes and whatever and they just play off of that shit yep. that's why like I, I watch a lot of these comics and i see the crowd cracking up i don't know what's going on it's because i'm not a fan of theirs right mm. but they already know and that's yeah. the cool thing about stand-up too like once you start getting a name to yourself mm-hmm. you're not really catering to a new crowd you're just kind of catering to whatever yeah right? right so like i mean not everybody's gonna be a fucking dave Chappelle. Right, you know, right, and, and I think that was the the hardest thing for for me when I was younger. I just I kept on idolizing idolizing these comics, and I'm like, if I'm my, if my set's not anywhere as good as theirs, I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because it's just you know who you're comparing yourself to, you know. Yeah, those true. are like those those fucking dime a dozen human beings. Yeah, you know, he's like the Michael Jackson of freaking comedy right now. Yeah, like, I mean. Just watching his new fucking his last special on Netflix, I was like, "Yo, how the fuck did he get better? Like, Bro. I don't get this shit. Like, I don't understand how he got better. He took a long hiatus and got buff. And for him to go, <laughs> yeah, he got buff on the. And, and another thing, whenever he was just like, um, "I'm a," I pulled this random joke out of a out of a out of a bag, yeah. and he was just like, he said the joke, and then it still. He told you how the joke's gonna go, said it, and hit the punchline, and still hit. Like it still was funny. And you know so, what I'm saying? Like even like the way he carries his cockiness it's not even so cocky where it's distasteful it just makes you laugh oh that's you know? dope that's the dopest thing man uh, Eddie Murphy has that type yeah. of swag Eddie Murphy has that swag um, Jimmy Fox has that swag Jim Carrey does it well He Jim Carrey does a, a He's, I mean, he's all, he's obviously more comedic uh, acting heavy now because yeah, he was sure. doing yeah, stand up sure, like maybe sure. like one or two, but um, but he was really good at with act outs and yeah, physical yeah, comedy. Yeah, yes, but, bro, yeah. but he would play that cocky yeah. game, you know what I mean, on on the interview shows and like late night shows and stuff like that, and it always worked, bro. That's that's what Ellen did on her last one, the relatable uh, special. Oh, really? Yeah. Killed it. Her first like. 10 15 minutes was on some like cocky shit mm. but it was just funny bro yeah she was it was a solid ass uh special for sure yeah i mean i stand up such a very interesting game because i feel like when i when i started acting like people were asking me yo so how'd you feel about these auditions mind you the first audition that i had i was fucking nerve-wracked and everything but after a while like the thing that helped me kind of reel it in was nothing will be more nerve-wracking than stand-up like mm. i don't i don't think going into an, an audition with three people is ever going to be as nervous as me walking as a nobody comic trying to get in on the list yeah. just to do a five minute fucking set in front right. of like sixty drunk people. Well, the, well, the, the, well, I, me, I would say that I think it's, or I, I think maybe because on stage, 
I don't really care if all of them don't accept me. If I'm cool with just a, a, mm. a small group, like accepting and we're getting laughs and I'll, I'll gravitate my energy towards them or, yeah. or I can end up winning a crowd. Yeah. In an audition, I only have one shot to make these three people accept me mm. and make sure I book it. So that's mm. the, I guess, I guess maybe not nerve wracking, but the stakes are higher mm. in an audition. Auditions to me. Maybe, that I, maybe I could, or, or what do y'all think? You, you know what it is? It's like, but you got to realize too, like when you go, go into these auditions, at the end of the day, they know what they want. If you don't oh, have yeah. it, you just don't have I it. Learned, I learned that at all day I, too. I, I hate waiting. I, le- <laughs> <laughs> I That's the worst thing for me. Not yeah. not actually auditioning, but yeah. just sitting there for like hours and yeah. fucking hours, man. Yeah. Because it's that not, drives me crazy. It, it's not even the fact that you're a, a lot of the times is that these people are bad actors. Yeah. A lot of us are bad at auditioning. Mm-hmm. Auditioning is a skill. Yeah. Right, because you're trying to impress them in this small window, and, and the that's small the game. audition one-on-one class. We yeah. pay eight hundred dollars for one deal to be like, when you walk in, don't shake their hand. It's a mind trick, and they did they do this whole thing, <laughs> you know. But um, it's like you also have um, like I learned it all deaf actually when they were doing their um, they were doing auditions for whatever hosting gig or whatever piece of content they were doing. They had auditions, and I was on the other end, and that's where I learned oh. Like whenever they're like, oh, this person was really good, but it's just not the look we're going for. You know like, what you want already. You already know what you want. So it's like. It's not anything on, on their part. It's not on you at all. Yeah. So that that helped with auditioning because it's just like, I'm going to go in there. If y'all want me, hey, I'll just get through these lines real quick and, and I'm out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's then just like, find you already know what you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You you feel the energy when they know when they see that you know oh, what you want. Oh, for sure, yeah. dude. They'll get out their chairs. They'll go to you to shake your head. Oh, hey, how you, how you doing? You know, so were you waiting too long? They'll they'll treat you differently. Yeah, you know? a hundred percent. There's man. a there was a casting director that's from Houston, and he was like he was like, "Oh, you from Houston? Oh, what part?" And that was like wasting like 10, 15 minutes of talking about Houston because they're bored yeah. too. They're seeing the same shit every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And it was just all and and you know I, I feel bad because I feel like I overstepped a whole bunch of people. But you know what? Nah, man. You build that connect. Hey, man. Yeah, be memorable. Like yeah. some of the some of the best advice that I got, especially for auditioning, was like, you know, just be unapologetically yourself. Read the lines that you could read. If you get a redirect, have the skills enough to understand that redirect and smash it out the park. Right. But you, you can't not be yourself, and that's right. actually the hardest part is for people to do these lines in their own voice and your own imp- interpretation to the best that you can. Right. And that's the hard part, right? So I think like because I got that advice early on, like I just said, "Fuck it, whatever," right? And so I remember when I was having these these meetings with uh, casting directors. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck what the general meeting was. I just yeah. walked in, right? I just yeah. walked in and I walked in flip flops and socks and basketball shorts and tank top. <laughs> I came in and yeah. they were just like, what "The fuck?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cool thing was when I had a conversation with them after we would get drinks or whatever, I'm like, well, why, 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 why are you, you know, just to be real, like, you know, why are you hitting me up to to get grab drinks or whatever? Because right. like, well, I remembered you. I was like, why'd you mm. remember me? She goes, well, I've never had somebody come into a general meeting and treat me like they didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not that I didn't care. I just didn't know what was going on. Yeah. She goes like, well, usually when people have general meetings, they do their hair up, they get a haircut, they yeah. really, they present themselves. So and- you impress them by being fucking nasty. <laughs> And that's so crazy, too, because industry loves to be reminded of regular world things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of staying, because it gets exhausting. Like you said, yeah. it's all day. They're, yeah, how you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because remember when we, we were pitching a show, we would go to all these fucking group, like, pitches, right? Yeah. And then the 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 dude that um that brought us out there, he's a dope-ass producer. And, I mean, he, he made the show um, 
fucking smarter than a fifth grader and okay. shit like that, right? Yeah. So then we were we were pitching a reality show, like kind of like JK News, but like a twist with it. And we would go into like MTV and whatever and all these places. And then he was like, be completely yourself. Yeah. Dress as exactly as you would, but clean up a little bit. You know, you don't have to wear like a mustard stained shirt, but just yeah. be that. And we're like, cool. So I'll go in short sandals and fucking like a Hawaiian shirt or whatever. Yeah. Like we go in and we kill it. And every single time, everyone's like, I love this, like, authenticity. It's dope. Everything, yeah. this is what Hollywood's missing, right? Right, right. And we get callbacks and shit, but it's like... Um, There's a lot of moving pieces to it, man. It's so hard, oh, man. Yeah, yeah the, the hard part is, I think, the turnaround. Like, what I realized is that MTV might might want you, right? Right. But, like, the, the sitting director might change in three months. Yeah. And then move to another company. Yeah. And then the marketing who was... Like, so the person that I auditioned for before... Might might have left yeah. three months ago, right? So it's yeah. like the same company, but the people are constantly changing. Yeah. So you got to keep auditioning to the same company, and you're like, "What the fuck, dude? Yeah. I thought I was in good." Yeah. And then they keep changing, like, what do you call it? Like goals. Like yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, we're looking for an Asian group, or we're looking for this. We were trying to do this kind of comedy, mm-hmm. and then two months later, they're like, "Nah, now we're gonna work on films." Yeah, bro. It's like stick to your shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. A, they probably have good reason for doing it. But. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's I, I learned so much, man. The past like couple of years working for a, at a network, you know, those are things that 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 are conversations that are being had. Like yeah. when something is pitched and they like the idea, or like and then switching a, to a different angle, and it's all, and then people are are, are left on like waiting lists or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, seeing a whole vision board and everything, and then it's like, oh no, nah, we'll go this, we'll, you know, I've seen all these things happening and being in these rooms where I'm like. It makes total sense to where it, it takes off all the stress on yeah. me because the only thing I can do is, like you said, be yourself and be the shit like like at your lines, nail your shit, nail exactly what, you know, put the work in, be yourself. And that's all you can do. That's why I didn't. I started hitting like this, this rhetoric that was going on Twitter, you know, specifically in our community, like Asian community. right? Okay. Like, I understand that we, we have very poor representation in our films. Right. I think the part that annoyed me just to wrap back to the thought of know your place is you can't talk about. Well, I got into the audition. The reason why I didn't get it is because I was Asian. No, it's because you suck, bro. Like, yeah. I know you personally, mm. and you fucking suck. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, yeah. someone was good and, and like a good actor, yeah. and they didn't get it, right. I'd be like, oh, that sucks. What's wrong with them? They didn't right. choose you. Right. But a lot of the cases, man, the people that cry the most are the sorriest, and they didn't do their time to right. practice. Right. And they 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 make make up shit like oh yeah. it's because I'm Asian I didn't get hired and that's the thing because that's uh because Gary V said that he was like if somebody successful looks like you then there's no excuses yeah yeah if they look just like and they have they're millionaire whatever successful in your industry and they look just like you have same culture everything then there's no excuses to be bitching about oh well it's because of this or it's because of this oh a hundred percent man you know what I mean because like, there's the obvious racism that still is out there yeah but. There's still people who have broke those uh, boundaries for us to follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I always tell people like, look, man, if Bruce Lee was alive today, mm-hmm. he would be still famous. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's still, he's a legend, right? And yeah. the only reason why is because he pioneered and changed so much. Right. Don't just be good. 
Right. Be be a fuck. Be someone that changes shit. Yeah. And then so like when a lot of wear a poncho, wear a sombrero, wear, <laughs> no, <laughs> go out to Boyle Heights, yeah. and fucking draw yeah. that grease mustache on your face. Yeah, it's bro. not enough. It's not enough to be just a good actor. Yeah. Like you 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 got to be good with networking. You got to be good with all kinds of shit, and yeah. you got to have a different way of thinking that right. changes shit. Right. Yeah. Like, and I think people don't understand that. Like to be number one or to be somebody that's extraordinary mm -hmm. you really got to invent some shit and yeah. be different and work like crazy you got to do extraordinary shit right you yeah. know? for sure because yeah. i don't know anyone that's successful that was handed like and even if they do for a short stint mm -hmm. they can't keep that fame right. or they can't keep that success right. right and so that's what people don't understand is like man your idea of hard work sometimes is not really hard work right yeah. Yeah. That's just actually just working. Yeah, that's right. just it's actually, called regular work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I've seen people put in work, like they sleep two hours a day. Like, I mean, like put in work, yeah. work. And it's like, oh, yeah, you deserve it, man. You deserve right. all the riches. Like you fucking don't have any wife and you're sad as fuck and, and you work all day. It's like, yeah, but you're a millionaire. Yeah, you deserve those millions because you sacrifice yeah. so much for right, it. Right, right. Yeah. There's but, a lot of shit that goes with it, man. Yeah, it's, it's just, but people, they think like peanuts, right? So they don't really understand what it takes to be the top and i'm like i yeah. don't want to be the top because mm. i've seen what it took to be the top dog and it's like oh man that kind of sucks i just mm. want to find a lotto ticket and <laughs> i'm good dude i just want to start doing fun shit just for yeah. fucking fun because right now i feel like we're in that space of we're still working for a paycheck right mm -hmm. so imagine like being like adam sandler who's just making films just to fucking bro. make films bro. Yeah, new, new shit's kind of good the yeah. one on netflix did you see that hey, one man, the murder saw, mystery one that was cool the one the, the the latest adam sandler movie i saw was uh mr wexler drexler what, what, what was it? He was a, he's a uh, he's the producer. Oh, oh yeah, he's yeah, an agent. Yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. agent. It's like a true story about yeah, his actual God, agent, bro. This dude's hilarious. Yeah, man, like that that one actually got me, bro. Like, man, really that would good. be fun if we just like make our own. See, I don't like auditioning, but I love telling stories and I like writing and creating characters. Right. right? So it just takes a lot of fucking money to make it happen. Yep. And 100%. Um, yeah, man, I can't wait. We just we'll get rich one day and start fucking around. And that and that's the thing too. Like that's what's so dope about these um like these patrons and like GoFundMe's or stuff like that. To where you have people who actually believe your uh content, your personality, your yeah. character, your brand. To where they'll help. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because it's obviously we we can't get in these rooms to ask for these loans and ask for these. You know, because that's all we're asking for. We're not asking for money to go do dumb shit, except yeah, for David, yeah. who needs that lottery ticket. Oh, shit. Do fun I'm, shit. I'm asking for some dumb shit right now. But it's like, we're just trying to create some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if we had this money, a budget to to make the 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 sketches or do these films or short films, that, you know, uh, with all these different characters, we'd be doing it right now. Yep. But we don't have the money. That's yep. the only thing. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's the end of this podcast. Yep. That was pretty fucking good. That was pretty good. She went through like nothing. Yeah. You like that? Well, was only, yeah. That was real quick. <laughs> Thanks all for right, coming on the show, Chris. Appreciate it, Where man. Where can they find you at? Y'all can find me on all platforms. Christino Sosa. No H, just C-R-I-S-T-I-N-O. Hit me on my Instagram, man. Follow your boy. It's popping over there. All right.
And then you guys can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, whatever you can find an audio platform. We're there. If you're on iTunes, make sure you give us that five star because we fucking need it. I'm sucking dick for a living. So <laughs> just to let you guys know, my lips are chapped and my fucking throat's tired. So <laughs> help me out. All right, y'all. See you next week. All right, y'all. We want to make a film. <laughs>